Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome, Laura and Julia Shaw, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Next time you hear the phrase, Sweet Jesus, they might be talking about the uh, new ice cream chain coming to Mall of America. What's that? that? It's from Canada, very popular up north there. And uh, Sweet Jesus Ice Cream, that is the name, is going to be on level three at um, Mall of America sometime later this winter. Why do I just feel like pickets are coming? Like people will protest that. Yeah, they may. Seems odd. Yeah, it does seem odd. Odd odd name. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's the name of the ice cream parlor. Well, it better be good. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I I don't need. We are. We are having moments of just drying just, blanks here. Yeah, we really are <laughs> drying blanks. This is unusual blanks. for us, but we just, it's its hard. It's yeah, well, remember a couple of weeks ago, we watched Jake Gyllenhaal do that Eternity for Calvin Klein, where he's with a woman, and he's like the father and the husband, it's and they've got a, a four-year-old. cologne or perfume or I something. I think it was Eternity, yeah. Calvin Klein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just like, oh, you know, they just, they play a happy family who goof around and snuggle and he reads a poem and we were unsure about how to feel. But the little girl, Donnie, maybe you can find it on the Daily Mail, the the little girl plays his daughter Mm -hmm. in that she reveals what it was like to work with Jake in this very adorable behind the scenes video. And, uh, you know, it was impressive also, I will say about that, um, that movie for this sure. ad uh, for eternity. I think eternity. it was black and white, wasn't it? Or it was something? all black yeah. and white. But Jake is 36, and the model who played his wife in the movie was is 39. How you know, that they didn't Finally, they didn't put him with a 21-year-old. I, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so this little girl, Layla, do you see it there on the Daily Mail, Donnie? I'm trying to find it. I'm working hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> just right. A, it, the headline is, he looks like a beard and a mustache and soft hair. Because Jake oh. is fully, fully has a beard oh. right now, and he's had been rocking that mustache for a while, and that it was, it was very boring. Because of course, oh, she's what do you a- do over and over and over oh, and over nothing. and over? Um, wait, wait for the lighting. Wait for the lighting. Wait for the lighting. Yeah. So oh, honestly, let me powder you. You're too shiny. Wait for the lighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me set up again and wait for the lighting. Yeah. <laughs> this is again why Laurie and I decided not to be movie stars. Oh, good. To like know. there was ever an option, yeah. well, but we know. couldn't on the Sex and the City set. We when they did our episode, we could not believe. How long you have to wait? It was so we, boring. We couldn't handle the the no action mm-hmm. to for, have to to call be there for your first 
a call at noon, even if it's to start makeup, and then really not finish filming until one or two in the morning. How awful. Just They happen. really do work long days, but they're so boring. Well, this is why there's things These that happen. happen in the campers. Well, people will have fomances and romances, but... Um, to do something. Yeah, there were also lots of people who were abusing their trailer privileges. Yes, they were. Yeah, that we're finding out. So A lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Do you have the audio, Donnie? Uh, yeah, I just found it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Her We're, name is Leela. Uh, there it is. And let me hit the play button. All right. Let's Make sure there's, there's no, no commercial in front of it, which there may be. Here we go. It's 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 thinking. Introducing. There's a commercial in. Okay. Right. We'll let it go. No, it's got ten. It's, it's got ten seconds. I'll I'll pot it up when the right. target ad is over. Okay. So. so just talking real quick about Lion King and that uh, Beyonce is going to voice Nala and then you know they're redoing it. I like Donald Glover. As uh, Simba. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do like that. And also, um, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen are going to be warthogs. Those are two new characters. And uh, uh, Chiwetel Etafor is going to play Scar. Simba's oh, uncle yeah. Scar. And yeah. Alfre Woodard is Simba's mom. And a child actor is stepping in the shoes of Jonathan Taylor Thomas from the original oh, film. Oh, okay. So, Anyway, John Oliver is going to be Mufasa's confidant, the hornbill. Oh, he's got such a great voice. Mm. That'll be fun. I loved, it's kind of interesting. It's that interesting they're, they're redoing it because the original it was, so was so good. good. I mean, But I think they need a new set of eyes on it and want to so, bring it. But it's it a grown-up Simba, right? Yes. Yeah, and they're doing it how they remade John Favreau remade Jungle Book. Did anyone see that? The live action? Yeah. Yes, I did I see it. it. You guys it was, both saw it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Was it? I yeah. still preferred the Jungle Book yeah. cartoon original Disney. Right. I thought that was just I haven't great. seen any of these live, live actions action. like the, you know, Into the Woods. Yeah, and this. oh, that I, was terrible. Oh, I remember that. Oh, I hated that movie. I know you did, but okay. I don't, I'm not a, I don't know. All right, do we have little Layla yes, ready I do. to go? Here, here we go. Okay. Talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. What is your name? My name is Layla, and I'm four. L-E-I-L-A. Favorite dessert? Cookies with chocolate. What did you do today? I sneak up on the bed when I was sleeping. Then I wake her up. Was it fun? No, it was boring. He had to run a lot of times. So what does her. Jake look like? He looks like a beard and a mustache <laughs> and soft hair. And sometimes it's silly. Are you silly? No. <laughs> Everything is better. Oh he said, what did you do today? I laid around in a bed with a lot of perfume. <laughs> it's boring. Yeah. You have to do it. Oh, my gosh. Can we agree with that 100%? Wow, that is very cute. Okay, this is kind of exciting news. Um, and, Lori, we might have to at some point break down and buy that damn Hulu thing. Hulu streaming because... Um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Remember how great that movie was mm-hmm. with Hugh Grant yeah, yeah. and all the other UK actors. It was so good. But Mindy Kaling is developing an anthology series on Hulu um, of the 1994 movie. And it's going to be similar to the film. The series is going to follow a group of friends as their lives intersect through five events. Each season will center on a different story arc. And she's rewriting it with the Mindy Project showrunner, Matt Warburn. Like 
And um, I just think that kind of sounds fun. And apparently since The Handmaid's Tale and all 30 Rock has moved to Hulu, right. Will & Grace Falls. Right, they're getting more advertising dollars. 97% percent prescription subscription rise this year, yeah. but I think it was from zero to, you know, a, yeah. lot, a lot. Well, no, Hulu does pretty well. Not right? like... Well, it's not like Netflix. Right. But, How yeah. much is Hulu a month? Uh, it is seven ninety nine for your basic, but last year... They contacted me and said, "Oh, I remember. You get it for like a dollar." No, I got it for five ninety nine, and then I assumed when the year was up, it would go up to seven ninety nine. Yeah. I get an email saying, "Because you're a valued customer, we're yeah. keeping your rate at five ninety nine. Yeah, I should well, call and ask for the five ninety nine rate. Couldn't hurt. I've asked Comcast to give me the five ninety nine rate. <laughs> yeah, good because you're a valued you the, customer, we're going to come and help you with you your five hundred ninety nine dollar rate. Right. <laughs> we're going to help you. Oh, it was so funny, the girl, because I called about yeah. my box not working. I can't watch live TV. It'll only tape things. And she said, I understand that this must just be so difficult. I understand your frustration and how much you must feel frustrated. And I understand. Well, that's good customer service I know, but training. she kept repeating it and repeating it. And but I understand the your frustration. There was not even a minute for me to express frustration. Yeah. But that is, that is the training that they get, because you can tell by the places that don't have that, that oh, you yeah. can't even get them to apologize that you're having a problem, that you're calling. And I remember this one lady or guy, I'm like, I'm the one having a problem. You guys screwed up. When is someone going to say they're sorry? Right. It was like my third person. I was. T- I still couldn't get that third person to say I'm sorry. That was like, to me, that they've got a big problem in their customer service department mm-hmm. that... A mistake the company made that a customer. Oh, I remember from, what this was. That the was customer's this over your car payment. Yes, and oh I couldn't God. get one person to ever apologize to me, and it was that went on for a long, a time. long time, a long time. It, yeah, a couple months to get it uh, fixed. Right. That- right. So, do you remember last year on the red carpet when we had a the. You know, we'll all people will always talk to us if they've been around for a long time. If and no one else wants to and, talk to them, and they're an A list. Those people seem to be nicer. Uh, anyone who's a first timer on the red carpet is always really nice. And we met Jennifer Lewis, and she talked to us. In Who fact, was she? She's plays the grandma on Blackish. Yes, she was delightful. She's been around forever. Yes. Well, she has a book, a memoir coming out on November fourteenth called "The Mother of Black Hollywood." Okay, Ooh, and. Uh, she told, um, she gave an interview about this to uh, the New York Daily News. She said, this book damn near killed me. I've kept a journal since seventh grade. Day to day, I'd go back and read all 63 of them. I'm 60 years old, but I had three filled with a lot of feelings. You know, your younger oh, years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so, writing Mrs. Whatever, whoever you were in love with, Mrs. Whoever. Or, yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Lewis. She said it was the biggest challenge of my life, but she did give them one little tidbit, the New York Daily News. There's okay. a chapter in her book called A Doll Named Killer. And in it, she recalls performing at Studio 54 one year for an AIDS charity and catching John Voight's eye. And she said, we talked about being families from hard workers. We stared into each other's eyes and we kissed. We went to his room on the 35th floor of the Essex house. I was spellbound by his sensitivity and kindness. Let's just say he was a real midnight cowboy. And after we left Studio 54, they went on a carriage ride. They walked. He was very sweet. He walked me home. And, you know, they just had their one night together. And she said... 
uh, he had already won his best Oscar actor for Midnight Cowboy. She said, and I knew it was just going to be a one night stand. Part of the drama of being in my 20s, I was like, child, please, it's Midnight Cowboy. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm going to take this one. But she did say that some of the names she has changed in her book because um, she said she had a very real sex addiction. She's Mm. bipolar and talks about therapy and some people she just felt she couldn't name. So anyway, the mother of black Hollywood by... Uh, Jennifer Lewis, and she was a delightful lady. Oh, she was so much very fun. giving and very uh, effervescent, effervescent and, and, and wanted aura. to talk to us. And yeah, it was fun. She had great energy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. great. Okay, listen, when we come back. Uh, we've got Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, here we go. All right, Holly, Hollywood. What do we got? Oh, I found my volume. All right. Here's my volume. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Now, I'm going to update everyone on all of this sexual harassment, assault stuff that is going on in Hollywood. There are new developments in many of these stories that we've been talking about for the past several weeks. So let's start with a second woman accusing Dustin Hoffman of sexual harassment. Now, this is on the heels of uh, the woman who came forward Wednesday that said that Dustin Hoffman was sexually harassing her on the set of the TV movie Death of a Salesman. Well, now a playwright named Wendy Riss Gaustanias, I can't mm-hmm. say her last name. Let's right. just go with Wendy. She's come forward with her tale about Dustin Hoffman sexually harassing her back in 1991 when she was in development for a script that Dustin Hoffman and a producer were looking at. So at first, in the first initial meeting with Wendy, Dustin Hoffman, and another producer, Dustin Hoffman was uh, under good behavior. But during the second meeting, he uh, started it by saying, let me ask you one question, Wendy. Have you ever been intimate with a man over 40? This is what she says. Then he offered himself up. She said, I'll never forget. He moves back, opened his arms, and he says it would be a whole new body to explore. This during a business meeting for a script. Oh, dear. All these chickens are coming home to roost. And mm-hmm. the thing is, Dustin Hoffman probably could have get every, any, any, any willing lady. Yes. He doesn't even, anybody. I don't understand. Right. It's a power thing. Yeah, it is a power thing, it's isn't it? It's definitely a yeah. power thing. And another person has come forward with allegations against Kevin Spacey. This person wishes to remain anonymous and they're talking with Vulture.com and they are saying that Kevin Spacey uh, was inappropriate with him when he was just 14 years old so this happened back in the 80s and he said he first met kevin spacey when he was 12 years old when kevin spacey was teaching an acting class in westchester county and he said they met by chance two years later in central park and that's when their relationship began and uh, this uh, alleged victim says that at the time he thought that their relationship Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It was consensual until it wasn't. And he said that on one of their meetings, he said that Kevin Spacey uh, tried to rape him and then they stopped seeing each other after that. And the alleged victim says that he only saw that Kevin Spacey was a predator when he was 25 years old in hindsight. So after like looking at that experience and understanding it for what it was. Well, the thing with Kevin Spacey is, you know, they're they're. You think about how girls and women don't come forward about not being believed, even more so with guys. Right. And, you know, I think that there's been a lot of guys that have never put that feeling to that Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden realize, hey, that happened to me, too. Oh, right. Right. And and especially with this uh, anonymous accuser. This person didn't realize what was happening Mm -hmm. until they were an adult, you know, because at the time you're a kid and you don't know and you're just like, oh, I'm I'm doing this and I'm making my own decisions. And you're going, you know, you're in that. Yeah. It's only in hindsight that you understand the power dynamic that was happening there. Uh, Kevin Spacey's people deny the story on Vulture.com. Updating you on Brett Ratner. Well, a woman is being sued by Brett Ratner for her Facebook post alleging that Brett Ratner tried to rape her and uh, Brett Ratner's people are obviously suing her for this and she has lawyered well, they up. they say they're going to yes. sue. Oh, right. but okay, she, they say they're going to sue. She has lawyered up and uh, she has hired a high power attorney named Liberta Kaplan and uh, she has uh, argued in front of the Supreme Court so right, she is right. not messing around. Okay. And But I, she did take down her Facebook page. Correct. Yeah. She did take down That's that Facebook page. That's not a good page. idea. Yeah, no, it isn't. I'm watching this show called Liar on, this, on Sundance. The gal from Downton Abbey is in it anyway, and it's this whole, the story is he said, she said, did this date rape situation okay. happen? And you don't know who's telling the truth to like the fourth episode. And it just goes back and forth. It's like a fascinating uh, thing to see. But she goes on Facebook. He's a doctor and puts it out there. And then he says, I'm going to sue you. Sure. Right. Always be careful about what you're posting on social media. Yeah. And, you know, like with Harvey Weinstein, Brett Ratner's behavior was an open secret in Hollywood, and people have been calling him out for years. Now, we have a little bit of audio from a Family Guy episode, and who it's makes Family Guy? It's amazing how many Family Seth? Guy and South Park episodes. Yeah, it's the second Seth? Family Guy episode. Yeah, the second one, because they had a joke what, about Harvey I know, Weinstein. Right. Seth, um, Seth McFarlane. McFarlane. Yeah has done outed all these guys. That's right. Years ago. Years ago. family guy. Right. But those guys didn't sue because their lawyers would say to sue would be to bring attention to it. Let it go. It's right. a cartoon. It's a satire. No one will take it seriously. Right. So right. let's listen to this joke. This was from okay. Family Guy episode five years ago. All right, fellas, bring the lights up a bit. Play the CD I gave you and let's do this. Ah, that's right. You like that? I have 50,000. I have 75,000. Thank you, Brett Ratner. Do I? Oh, they're yeah. auctioning, they were auctioning off, off yeah. a woman. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these shows have been calling out these people for their behavior. I was looking uh, yesterday at difficult people on Hulu and they were making Kevin Spacey jokes. They have been for the past three seasons and 30 Rock was making jokes Jokes. about Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. So again, and great news, which is Tina Fey is on that. That's with Nicole Richie. They've made a joke at the very first one that aired before the Harvey Harvey thing was some kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. And they can hide behind satire, yeah. though, you know, because that is that is protected. All right. Let's move on to Prince Jackson, the son of Michael Jackson. He was injured in a motorcycle accident today in L.A. Be careful when you are on a motorcycle and the roads are slick because that's what happened to Prince Jackson. Yep. It was raining in L.A. He lost control of his motorcycle and the accident was serious enough that he had to be taken in an ambulance to the emergency room. But he was well enough to be able to uh, capture it all on social media, put it up on his Instagram. <laughs> Post and said, "Well, blank. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> so wear I'm your glad, helmets, I'm wear glad your that he's suits, fine. Right. and he is fine. Now let's talk about something that's on our website at mytalk1071.com. I actually posted it yesterday because it's something that I can say everyone in this room is very excited about. It's the new movie called I Tanya, and it's about." Tanya Harding. Remember her from the 90s, the world figure skating Does champion? This look Oscar Beatty to it, you? The way it that looks, it, it looks so Allison good. Allison Janney plays Tanya Harding's mom. You have to watch this trailer. It looks. Where do we watch it? You watch it at, at our website, mytalk1071.com. So just Where go to the do we watch it? <laughs> this is something I posted on the, our site yesterday. She started it with. Where do we watch it? Sorry. <laughs> blonde uh, moment. Blonde we moment. have a lot of those around here. It <laughs> feels right. like today's a blonde It's day. totally Oscar-worthy, Oscar-based. Oh, and Marco so Robbie, good. she is starring as Tanya Harding, and she also produced this movie, too. You're right, uh, Allison Janney plays her mother, and she is so great in those kinds of roles. And uh, this look, is, it looks well, I, it, according to Tanya Harding, her mom was this mean and awful and abusive just and looks, just real. You can understand. Mm-hmm. You can understand. I mean, Janet, Allison Janney is unrecognizable. She really is. She's, she's in everything. She's yeah. so, so good. good. It has a sly sense of humor. It looks like it's so, going to be like Goodfellas for figure it's skating. It's a drama then? It yeah, is. It's a drama. Yes. But it's funny though. It's a dark yeah, comedy. They're calling it the Goodfellas yeah. of ice skating. Yeah. It's that good. Hi, Tanya. I'm excited about like this. Like you always say, Kenny, I, Kenny, will now give <laughs> yeah, you the traffic. I remember all of this, and I don't yeah. see any part of it being Oscar-worthy. Oh, well, that, you, that's because we didn't know the backstory of no, no, no. Uh, how she came to be, because she really was not a figure skating prototype. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, am I, am I funny haha or how funny looking? You're both, Johnny. That's, that's from Goodfellas. Yeah, I know. This one's sponsored by... Che- <laughs> and your theory is... Always a, a scary moment here at 5:30 on mytalk1071.com. Surely it is. It, it depends on how tired I am from bowling. The I know. Night I know. We, <laughs> and I had we, a double bang last night, bowling and the World Series. We, we both have already had coffee. This is a. This is a. It's we. It's we need to fall back on the clock. Is that it's it? It's the circadian rhythm because we're getting up. What feels like the middle of the night. It does. Uh, if you're no, even sleeping yeah. until out, 7 a.m. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are getting up at... 6 and 5.30. I could not go to kickboxing yesterday because I'm like, I'm not getting up at 5.42 with the way the sunrise and the sunset is. That's going to feel like flipping 2.42 in the mm-hmm. morning. Yeah. I won't be able to do one kick. 
So I took it off. Oh, big. Until... Until next, next week. Until next week when it won't feel like the middle of the night right. so early in the morning. I spent myself when I was looking for Even my cell phone Even the birds are discombobulated and the animals. I haven't had to chase the cat out of my yard. The bunnies are just feasting on whatever they're eating in my yard right now. They're having such a happy no, life. They're feasting on whose poop is it, Donnie? The droppings of... Oh, it was... Uh, the crows. No, Who? it was the... Was it a rack? No. No. What, what, did, what did Lori think Oh, it no, was? wait, just no, hold it was on. my dad. No, it was when the, the droppings of the beaver. It was beavers that no, were coming up. beavers. Or moles or something. It's something. I have to ask No, we need to... No, come on. If we can't think of that, Can it was I such a big deal. get to my theory? Well, Can really? We we're, yes. we're trying to avoid it. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Listen, kids... Who are listening, young people oh, who are listening, all, all anybody three of you turn up the radio. Anybody who has a parent living can relate to this. Okay. okay. This the theory is parents cannot help embarrassing you no matter what your age is in your life. If you're 13, if you're 40, if you're 60 and you're lucky enough to still have your parents alive, they will they just embarrass you, right? Kelly Ripa just did this to her daughter, Lola. We talked about it yesterday. Well, Julia, there is a study to go with this theory, and <laughs> they say that parents really can't help stop being embarrassing, and that one of the things about parents embarrassing their kids is that the risk of oversharing in conversations increases with age this is bad oh. news for the older parents of course you know people are decide you know for whatever reason they're not having to uh, these kids have no chance because they'll be 60 when their kids are in high school the oversharing is oh, going to be, be at an all-time right. high 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 factor so here's what they if if and you think it's it's not their fault a new study says opening up too much when you engage in conversation <laughs> increases with people's age. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that true. people's points of view deteriorate with age. Uh -oh. And they did this study and the ages of the people were 17 to 84. Okay. So that's pretty good, you know, for the... I think people's editing button is what embarrasses parents. I mean, as they Older age... Older participants are more likely to men to mention details about things that were meant to be hidden or are deemed really they're irrelevant. It's, it's, it doesn't make any sense to the conversation, but you add the juice. Right. Yeah. You add yeah. the juice. And it's an age-related decline in what they call attention-switching skills. Oh, dear. And this <laughs> ability determines how older people respond to someone else's perspective. And that is that you just... You don't see anything embarrassing at all about it, you know? So the older oh, parent might yeah. be the one to say if they waited to be 45 and have kids to lean over at 65. So have you two started sleeping together right. yet? <laughs> have you two started having sex yet? And just yeah, saying right. that, whereas you wouldn't have said that if you were like... But I also think yeah. it with when your parents get older... Um, they lose their editing button and will say, I don't understand why that waitress yes. over there won't wait on me. Yes, Julia. I don't understand why they're so slow here. Because they tracked inhibition as part yes, of this. Yes, because they don't care what they say anymore. Why is that kid so bad on the team? Yeah. Why does he get to play or mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know? 
It's the editing. Yes. Is is completely gone as And younger age. people are better able to filter out the distracting information that determines their ability to consider how the person that they're talking to is. So explain. Well, yeah, like it's yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that. In other scientific. words, like think of a conversation when you're trying to even get your kid to tell you something. He gives you as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Why? Because his attention, he doesn't want you to know anything right. for a very specific reason. So he is able to give you minimal information. Whereas you, if you are telling him something, you're giving him a lot over, of over information, over oh. information. And the younger people, that's why they are better at being reticent is because they don't want you to know anything extra. If you know anything extra, you're going to have questions and they're better at, fil- at, at at what they call an attention switching device. So this is really the baddest of news for the people of children later in life because they will just embarrass their kids just that much more. If you can deal with that, you're going to be yeah. fine. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Remember that time you peed and, and you passed Your the parents ball? will always <laughs> embarrass you. It doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. And um, the older you get and the longer your parents live. Uh, the Do your mom and dad embarrass you? You've got both. Oh my gosh. I well I am really, you know, I try and embarrass them. It's Same. terrible. It's really terrible. But no, my dad um yeah, my dad. Are you kidding? My dad can be embarrassing. My, uh, have you ever, have you had a conversation yes, with him? Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can't help it, and he is a great oversharer, mm-hmm. adding a lot of <laughs> color, color mm-hmm. commentary. DMI. Yeah, <laughs> my mom is a little bit, but you know what I mean. So anyway, right. they did this whole thing, and it that this theory makes sense to me. That okay. Well, I would agree, yeah. and I've experienced it. And it really it. doesn't matter what age you're... No. I mean, my parents embarrassed me when I was in sixth grade, and they were 30, because my they were pregnant, and that meant everyone knew they were having sex. Right. Now, imagine how those words came back to haunt me when I turned 30, and wasn't happily married, and didn't know if I ever wanted a kid, and mm-hmm. here I'd been, some sassy-pants sixth grader, telling my parents they're embarrassed. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's... Your parents will always embarrass you, I guess, no matter what your age is. And it just, I think it just comes in different shades. They can't over help the it. Years. They can't help it, Julia. It's our thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, wow. Anyway. You, you, that, that happens and you say something you shouldn't say and the child is upset and you say, what? What did I say? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> or even in the case, this might be interesting if you've got a friend who's older than you are mm-hmm. and you try and have a conversation with them and they are adding tons and tons of irrelevant information that has nothing to do with anything and the conversation keeps going on and on and you're thinking, why are they telling me all these things? Oh, yeah, Get to the right. point of the story. Yep. That would be the other application for this. Uh, That's called diarrhea of the mouth. But they just said older people, the older you get, the more likely you are to mention irrelevant information in conversations. Mm. I have to watch that. And I was so good at, my dad would tell the longest stories in the world, and I'll never forget, my brother Casey and my little sister Catherine are listening intently, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm getting another drink. I'm like yeah. getting up. I'm dusting <laughs> around him. I've heard this story 500 times, and yeah, yeah. dad is close to death. You know, yeah, one yeah. of the times he's close to death, right. and we're in Florida, and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, are you almost done? They almost <laughs> fell over when I finally just said that. And he just looked at me, yeah. and he's just like, mm-hmm. 
And my brother and sister burst out laughing because yeah. they're thinking the same thing. But yeah, I, of course, say yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm yeah. glossing over. They, they they can't help it. It's called attention switching skills. And it oh. just makes so much sense. And it explains so much no matter where you mm-hmm. are in the age. I say hi to my kids sometimes in public and they're embarrassed. Oh, yeah. You looked at That's me. That's too much information. I remember my mom looking Don't at tell me anyone once. you're my no, mother. Right. Just pay the bill. Anyway, science has proven that, you know. This is what's going on in the world. This is what's going on and will continue to go on no matter what the, t- until the robots take over, Julia. According to Stephen Hawking, we're going to live in a whole new world and it's going to be robots filled. We're going to be gone. Thank God. Oh, thank God. All right. I don't we'll be- want to have to talk to a robot and make out with a robot. Why, and Why would you drive? That? Me. With a robot, <laughs> although I won't mind a, mind a robot, robot taking care of me. We, you know, when you're older, you can hire a robot as a caretaker. I got one. Yeah, you, you do. Got one. <laughs> got one. Oh. He's all, he yeah. might not be around forever. That's my brother. She's talking oh, about. Even know. Yeah, that. Oh, oh, all right, listen. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Yay, tomorrow is Friday. So happy about that. No kidding. First weekend in November. And uh, our favorite headline today is, uh, oh, it's basically, you know, Chanum opening the Kimmel show with his dance. He's we so posted cute. It. He, that's d- fun. It's It makes you happy. Well, and that song, remember how much we love CNC Music Factory? Going to oh, make yeah. you sweat. They had like it's three songs. Everybody dance now. Yeah. Daddy, find yeah. it. Daddy, find, find it. You got to find it. Find it. Everybody find dance it. now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Going to make you sweat gonna is make the name s- of the oh, song. Going to make you sweat. By CNC Music See, Factory. See, I would have got I that bought, wrong. I bought the CD and there were literally like three songs on the whole. CC Music Factory. CNC Music. Yep. And we love their. This is, I love this yeah, song. I love this song. People could dance Turn right now. So Chanum is dancing to this and I'm. It was so good to have been in the Kimmel audience last night for oh, this he's show. So good. Have Chanum music with Ellen Pink performing, and this would be the moment where the white fog could come out on the yes. dance floor yes. right now. Oh yeah. Then- Inevitably, somebody would start, you know, get up on something to be the, oh, was the such a fun song. spotlight go-go dance. I feel like there's a bar in Chicago on Russian Division called that The Vault that, um, yeah, had like a go, like had a cage that if you were feeling feisty, you oh, could get up in. And days. this song always yeah. made me want to go. Oh, because it was so good. In cage mm-hmm. dance or get up in the box. It reminded me of the cubes at the Cove in, in Superior. Yeah, yeah, when you could yeah. get up on those the, things. The cubes. Oh. That place is still open, is Julia. Is the Cove still well, open in Superior? it's not called the Cove. It's called like the Galaxy or something. Oh. But, um, uh, you know, they've actually made downtown Superior. They put in like a, a meridian in the middle and planted trees. And there still are some classic places that are still located there. The Brass Rail. 
Uh, the brass rail, unfortunately, is sadly closed. Those and that was one of my memories favorite. from UMD my freshman year. Yeah. 75 cent pictures at yeah. the brass rail. So you never got further than that block because mm-hmm. there are some classic places still open Louise Cafe and, you know. I don't know. We grew the up flame. there. My mom's from there. Yeah, I know. You'd think you'd know your superior Wisconsin more than no, that. No, we never went out. We'd always eat. My grandma family was dinner. such a good cook. Yeah, you have a Sunday family yeah, we dinner. we never went out. All right, what other headlines we got, Donnie? Oh, let's see. One of our favorite headlines today, Tom Brady says he's so well hydrated that with exposure to the sun, he won't get sunburned. It's my favorite. That's just my favorite. I mean, there are plenty of people that have water retention mm-hmm. that have burned badly at the beach. I just can't even believe that he says that. <laughs> I mean, water is not a UV on. blocker. And no, absolutely not. Maybe he can have Toop magazine to go with Goop for his... Combine forces. Yeah, Toop and Goop. Toop and Goop, yeah. Duchess Kate is keen, we love that British word, mm-hmm. she's keen to carve out a more serious role for herself. Okay, oh, she's she going to be has very to busy. show up. She's going to have four kids. Did I dream that she was she, having twins? I, that was just a rumor. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't think there's any truth to All that. All right. Yeah. I, know. Well, I hope I wasn't dreaming about her. Yeah. <laughs> really? The, the, and a womb. The answer from Kensington Palace has always been about why Kate, what does she do exactly? Yeah. And that's been asked for many ways over the past six years. But the, the basically the answer always comes down to she's doing a lot of private meetings. Oh, explain I like that. Private meetings? Explain, um, you know, count as royal sure. work because she really is... The laziest royal. But she's got two little kids now. and I know. I know. Yeah, I know. And, the you know, the queen is just like, they keep this information from her because the queen just handed off her children to nannies and governesses. Yes, they did. She's raising her kids is what she's doing, which is a fine job. Yeah. 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 So leave her alone. Okay. Justin Bieber really, really, really wants to get back with Selena. She can't let him go. Well, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. Do you I think, know what one of the I think nicknames? Already, they already, Jelena three is happening. Mm-hmm. Here, do you want to know what um, Prince Philip one of his um, little nicknames he has for the Queen? Do you want to know what one of his little nicknames for her? I don't know. Sure, cabbage. 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 Mm-hmm. That's cute. Come here, you little cabbage. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that? I mean, but Jelena is back. So yeah, they we are, are right back to done. middle school bitches. No, I like them together. I think they're cute. Mm-hmm. I believe in the new Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. You do. I believe in okay. the new Bieber. Yeah, yeah. it's this is going to end in a broken heart for yeah, Selena, hers. for yeah. Selena. Yeah. But you know, it's it's okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Is Lady Gaga? She's thirty-one. Unless she's doing it for publicity, <laughs> she does not oh, roll no. like that. No, she she does not. Do that. Okay, roll I just like had that. to wonder because yeah. she does no. have. No, that's not her. Uh-uh. No, no, uh-uh. no, she no. is keeping it real. Okay. She's talked about her struggles. She's a real person. Yeah. Okay. All the others are fake. Mm-hmm. Fake, fake, fake. Is uh, Lady Gaga, she's 31, engaged to CAA agent Christian Carino. He's 48. There's no official word yet. Yes. There I- is no official word yet, other than just the Us Weekly Breathless, which today they're breathlessly reporting that Sandra Bullock is marrying her photographer. Mm-hmm. So yes, they're yeah. they're rolling with the uh, in a small mm-hmm. ceremony. The hairdresser information. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Kelly Clarkson says, "Once I got married and had kids, my empowerment grew." I love her. Do you understand that? No, but no. I don't care. 
You don't? You, you're the mother well, here. Right, you're the only well, one who can explain people, this. I mean, when you have kids, I mean, why did I feel more empowered when I was a mom? Yeah. yeah. When you had children over when you were just a single lass. Well, I feel like I had a bigger purpose. Thank you, Julia. Okay. Yeah, and a bigger purpose. It, it gets you outside of you. Thank you. We needed a mom speak right oh, there. Fine. And you were the only one in the room able to do it. I'm the only mom in the room. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Your sash for the night. Thank you. (laughs) Only mom in the room. Everyone have a great...